Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch, and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunt. Are the potatoes boiling? Oh, yes, I'll turn the fire down. Oh, fine. I guess I'd better set the table, too. Hi, dear. Thank goodness you're home early. Well, hi. I want to change clothes for Pete. Pete says, what are you doing? Aren't you ready? Good evening. Huh? Oh, good evening. Oh, hi, Aunt Effie. Look, I'm sorry. I didn't... Aren't you ready? Ready? I'm not going to dress up, dear, and you certainly don't have to. I mean, well, you I won't... can't wear this. i got to put on my dark suit. Well, you're certainly not going like that, are you? Going? I'm not going anywhere. What are you talking about? Tonight is a civic dinner at the auditorium. Well, don't look at me like that. I, I, I don't know anything about any civic dinner. What are you I, talking the about? The Businessmen's Association is having that dinner at the auditorium tonight. I, I told you about it. I said that we... You never said one word. Well, it You've is tonight. Now, Papi, go and get ready. I never mind. Go! I can't. I'm having a meeting here tonight at the committee for the Spring Bazaar. Well, you'll just have to cancel it. That's all. Look, I told you ages ago cancel that we planned... It. Cancel it. I have 18 women coming. You never said one word now, to me about I most certainly did. I don't want to go through all this. I told you ages ago. No. I even put the tickets mm. I bought right here on... Right here on the bulletin board. Here they are. Oh, here they are. heavens. Well, I didn't see them, dear. I'm Didn't sorry. see them. Look, it was your idea to have a bulletin board so we wouldn't have mix-ups like I this. I know, I know, but I didn't notice them. Well, I'm sorry, but I cannot call up 18 women and tell them not to come. Besides, mm-hmm. I'm chairman of the committee. Well, look... I don't like to go to these things anyhow, but I have to go. <laughs> Certainly like don't like to go alone. And I paid five dollars a piece for the tickets. Five dollars? Yeah. My goodness. I should say so. Take Aunt Effie. Would you like to go, Aunt Effie? I <laughs> Well, if he doesn't want to go alone, I'd be glad to go with him. Goodness knows I, I never go anywhere. Oh, wonderful. That solves everything, doesn't it, dear? Yeah. Yeah, sure. That's oh, fine. How exciting. I'll go put on my new blue dress. Sunday's CBS Radio brings solid listening entertainment to millions of fans of adventure, mystery, and western drama. In addition to the fast-moving adventures from the files of yours truly, Johnny Dollar, there is chilling drama on suspense, and outstanding tales of the Old West on Have Gun, Will Travel, and Gunsmoke. Radio's theater of thrills, Suspense, roams far and wide to bring you high-tension drama. Yarns definitely not recommended for the faint of heart. Have Gun, Will Travel chronicles the action-filled junkets of pistol-packing ex-army officer Paladin. And every Sunday on CBS Radio, you can also follow the course of U.S. Marshal Matt Dillon's constant gun-smoke battle with the forces of lawlessness. Make it a point to be at your radio each Sunday for this quartet of first-rate radio dramas. Johnny Dollar, Suspense, 
Have Gun, Will Travel, and Gunsmoke. Remember, for the very finest in music and variety programs, news and commentary, as well as top dramatic entertainment, always keep your dial set for CBS Radio. coming in. I told him not to slam the garage door. No, no, no. I wasn't asleep. I got in bed and thought I'd read until you uh-huh. came in. Girls left about midnight. Mm. I thought you two would be home any minute. I began to get worried. I thought maybe they had car trouble or something. No, no, no. I guess the dinner took longer than they expected. Uh-huh. And there were speeches, and then they had entertainment planned. I didn't realize it was so late. It was all so nice. Aww. And I just enjoyed every minute. Oh, I'm so glad. Well, if you want any crackers and milk, I'll have some. Oh, no, thanks. I couldn't eat a thing. Why is he hungry? Wasn't the dinner any good? Oh, it was just delicious. Uh-huh. Everything. I brought a menu home so I could show you. Now, where did I put it? Oh, that's all right. You can okay. show me in the morning, Annette. You must be tired. Oh, I'm not tired at all. Oh, well, I... Oh, here it is. Here it is here. Now, it was very nice. Sort of French cooking, I guess. French? A uh-huh. civic banquet? Well, that's what the menu says. Oh, Move okay. your feet so I can sit on the edge of the bed. Oh. I'll tell you all about it. Just a second here. Oh, it's all a right. shame you couldn't go because you really missed a lovely evening. Oh, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Oh, oh hi, dear. Oh, I was hi. just saying it was a shame she couldn't go. Such a lovely evening. I'd say she was lucky she didn't. Well, he didn't get a very nice piece of chicken, but mine was just wonderful. I offered to change with him. Look, the chicken was the least of it. On top of about 20 speeches, they had two drum corps. They had a... High school band, mm-hmm. a cornet solo. Oh, and that boy was so good. Yeah. Oh. And then we had group singing, which was such fun. Oh. And here I brought that along, too. I brought everything to show you. <laughs> oh, that's nice, Aunt Effie. Kind of late, isn't it? Don't you think we ought to go to bed? Oh, I'm not the least bit tired. They yeah. had paper hats, too, and I picked up ours and a couple of others that yeah. I had just lying on the table. Uh-huh. I brought them home for bed. Oh, she'll love mm-hmm. those. I know what was the matter with you. Don't know what was the matter with him. He wouldn't put them on. Oh, well, I, I just... I don't believe when you go to these things, you should join in. I brought the little paper ruffled nut cup to give Betsy. Oh, yes. And here's the songs. Uh-huh. Just the words, of course. There was one by each place, and sort of between courses, you know, we all uh-huh. sang, Down with the old mill stream, and uh-huh. Mother McCree and uh-huh. I, be working on the railroad. Uh-huh. Well, you can see what's there. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, well, that was fun. Mm. Yes, I enjoyed that so much. Now, here's the menu. We started with... Oxtail consomme Parisienne. Yeah, which, which was hot-colored water. Oh, mine was just delicious. Dear. That consomme was absolutely tasteless. No, it wasn't. It was very good. Then, as you can see here, we had hearts of celery, rice and green olives... And salted almonds and nuts. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Effie, no kidding. It's nearly 2 o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning. Oh, dear, she wants to tell me about it. And I want to hear. You go ahead and get in your pajamas. I'm not looking. Then we had breast of chicken, chasseur, or, you know, whatever, how you pronounce it. <laughs> breast of hummingbird, I think, is what I had. Oh, yes, he did get an awfully small piece of chicken. But mine was fine. It was just right. You know, and I had all I could eat. Uh-huh. 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 Then we had potato croquettes and asparagus polonaise. And uh-huh. I noticed each plate had the same amount. Three potato croquettes and three stalks of asparagus. Uh-huh. Then for dessert, tell her what we had. Oh, it was just wonderful. Baked Alaska. Yes. 
I've never had it before. Oh, haven't you? Oh, oh, oh it is nice, isn't oh, it? Oh, my. Some kind of meringue with ice cream inside. Well, it's beaten egg white, and then, then just pop it in the oven a minute to brown. Oh, well, you'd good. think it would melt the ice cream inside, but mm-hmm. it didn't, apparently. No. Oh, my, just delicious. I certainly enjoyed it. Where's the toothpaste? Oh, Betsy borrowed it. Hers is gone. Look in her bathroom. Now, they had some wonderful speakers. Here's the program, mm-hmm. see? A uh, Mr. Dudley, Dudley, Civic Pride and What It Means to All of Us. Mm-hmm. And a James Robinson was next, and he spoke on sportsmanship, which uh-huh. was very interesting. Uh-huh. And then, oh, yes, this man... Howard Franklin, his name was, I didn't care for him at all. He was the only one who said anything worthwhile. Mm -hmm. Well, he talked on the new sewage disposal plants, and I don't think that's anything that should be brought up at a dinner. Thank goodness he didn't talk very long. And there was the George Lewis who spoke, and my goodness, he was funny. Uh Uh (laughs) Oh, I was sorry when he was through. Oh, it was really a lovely evening, but... I guess I ate too many salted nuts. I'm so thirsty. Uh, <laughs> I think I'll go down and get some nice cold water out of the refrigerator. Anybody else want a drink? Uh, oh, uh, no, no thanks, Aunt Effie. Oh, I'll be right back. There's still some things I haven't told you. I'm just so sorry you missed it. Such a lovely evening. It was, without doubt, the dullest, deadliest, most horrible evening I think I have ever spent in my life. I've been to hundreds of these things, and believe me, this one takes the cake. I thought it would never end. Well, now, now look here. Every now time here. I suggested getting up and leaving, Aunt Effie looked at me as though I were out of my mind. Those speeches went on and on and on. You know the kind where they, they never seem to say anything, and you, you try to listen to them, and you, you, you just can't listen. Mm-hmm. This George Lewis guy that Aunt Effie thought was so funny, he told the same jokes he told at these things for the last ten years. Well, dear, I guess Aunt Effie hasn't heard them before. Well, I can tell you, she was the only one there who hadn't. And, as always, there was Mrs. Elliot Jones Cooper who got up and sang, as always, Our Sweet Mystery of Life. <laughs> she doesn't always sing that, dear. Sometimes she sings Indian Love Call. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, tonight was Sweet Mystery Night. Boy, I tell you, I, I have never spent Well, I don't a... care. I don't think you should act that way in front of Aunt Effie. She doesn't go many places anyway, and she had a lovely evening, and I don't think you should spoil it for her. Look, if what went on tonight didn't spoil the evening for her, I don't think I could. Well, yeah, I think you are spoiling it. You've made all these little disparaging remarks, and I don't think it's nice. All right, all right, I'm sorry. I'll shut up. Well, I don't think you should just shut up, as you put it. I think you should act a little enthusiastic about it. Think of something that happened tonight that you haven't already made a crack about, and say how you enjoyed that, you know. Kind of rave about it so she feels you had a good time, yeah. too. Well, I don't know what. I can't think of a thing. Well, she'll be back upstairs in a minute to tell me more about it. Oh. So when she mentions something, you speak up. You know, and I, oh, yes, now I did enjoy that. You okay, know, that sort of thing. all right, all right. I'll try to make amends so her evening isn't spoiled. <laughs> We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. This is Edward G. Robinson. You know, one of the really great things about America is the fact that so many of its leaders have come from the most humble of circumstances. Of course, this is not an accident. We planned it that way in this country. We wrote equality of opportunity right into our Constitution. That's why we all like to see a fine young boy or girl rise above difficulties and, as we say, make the most of his opportunities. Right now, you can help a lot of youngsters realize their ambitions to make something of themselves. You can do it by giving to the United Negro College Fund. You see, the fund is a kind of educational community chest which helps private accredited colleges now training some 23,000 young Americans. Your support will make possible more scholarships, more good teachers, more books for libraries. Give now. Give generously to the United Negro College Fund appeal in your community. 
Hurt her feelings. Oh, Aunt Effie, look, I'm not tired. Come on oh. in. We're just sitting here talking about it. Yeah, I was, I was just telling her about uh, about the the games. You know those games that everybody played afterwards. Oh yes, the games. I I didn't think you liked those at all. Why you didn't even want to get into them? Oh well, I, that was just because you know I, I my ankle oh. it still isn't very strong. You know oh. I, I didn't want to take a chance. Uh-huh. No no no. I mean. Uh, Ordinarily, I love things like that. Oh. I mean, they're just loads of fun. I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed that. Oh, I did too. What kind of games? What do you mean? Oh, you know, honey, those games that are such fun where you get down on the floor and push a peanut along with your nose. They had things like that with everybody in their good clothes? Oh, well, who thinks of clothes at a time like that? I mean, everybody was having fun. Well, I thought of my new dress, so I didn't get in on anything, but my goodness... I didn't know you liked things like oh, that. Oh, yes, Anna. Even watching things like that is oh. fun. Though it's more fun to get in on it, of course. And if it hadn't been for my ankle... Oh, well, your ankle would certainly be all right by June. <laughs> by, by June? June what uh-huh. do you mean? Well, back home, our church always has their annual spring outing on the second Sunday in June. It's on a Sunday, so you can drive over. And we always have the best time. We have potato races and gunny sack races. Oh, they're more fun. You will love it. Uh, well, I, I... I'm sure it's the second Sunday in June. I'll go I'll look it up right now, and you can mark the date down and plan on it. I'll buy the tickets, and it'll be my treat. <laughs> you and your bright ideas. What's a gunny sack race? <laughs> oh, you get into a gunny sack, tie it around your middle, and then kind of jump toward the finish line as fast as you can. Oh, <laughs> Why, the exercise will do you good, dear. You're always saying now that you never get yeah, any, I you know, dear. Wait. Oh, I The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and is produced by Walter Hart.